How y'all doing? It is Thursday, August 4th, 2022 AD. Anno Domini. Domini? Domini? And it is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time here in Los Angeles. And we're off. Live on the audio platforms as well, guys. TheHakeReport.com. If you're not sure how to find those audio platforms. Going to have a fun Thursday show, I think, I hope. And we'll get to your calls if you would like to call in. It's the same number as the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Duh! But uh, I want to talk a little bit more about Alex Jones's Hispanic female Democrat, quote-unquote, judge ruling over the case. Uh, Alex Jones is a, my competitor, if you don't know. But this judge is like a, like this pro-abortion Democrat. I call them demon rats. And uh, I think she's pro-abortion. She made a pro-abortion ruling last year. But anyway, um, Brianna Taylor, her name popped up in the far-left Twitter publisher. And, uh, the, uh, by the way, speaking of pro-abortion, Sleazy Joe signed an executive order. That's Sleazy Joe Biden. Sleepy Joe Biden, if you will. He's the so-called president. Obama third term type of guy. What's an audio platform? Is that like AM radio for the boomers? Uh... Go to thehakereport.com and click on the listen section if you don't want to use YouTube, okay? Uh, thehakereport.com. Type that into the URL browser, web browser or something. I don't know. If you're a boomer, it's hard to explain. I don't know how much or little you know. Um, and some other things. I do hope to talk about Salvador Rolando Ramos, the, another uh, mass murderer. Lots of school shooting-related uh, stuff today. And perhaps, hopefully, if not today, then tomorrow, more Emmett Till nonsense. But anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report, the Hague Report, la la la. guys doing I am fine and I say chin up kings you know the the men are under attack a big time big time but whether you're in the NFL and a man whether you're in the Hollywood and a man or a male cuz whatever and whether you're the great competitor to hate Alex Jones and a man <laughs> Very high-pitched, James. <laughs> Thank you, C-Sal. I don't know if that was a compliment. Um, but 
chin-up kings. Whether you're a cop and a man, many men have become cops, or males have become cops, and have come under major attack just for doing their jobs and being a little too manly in their jobs. Too manly. And so I say, the message, one of the messages of Bond, Jason Lee Peterson's nonprofit, be better, not bitter. Better, not bitter. Nice, huh? Nice. That you can get this t-shirt that I am wearing. It is a uh, classic kind of a heathered gray t-shirt. Tri-blend, I think. By going to rebuildingtheman.com slash stores, rebuildingtheman.com slash stores. It's not a Hake-specific tea. It is a Bond one. Teespring.com slash stores slash rebuildingtheman. If you are one who's able to remember web addresses. So, um, guys, let me get right into this AJ thing. Not to be confused with Anthony Joseph. Alex Jones of InfoWars.com. I'm a human. Well, they don't, they don't treat him very human. This is uh, from far-left publisher, not a platform, Twitter. InfoWars's Alex Jones admits the Sandy Hook massacre, they call it, it was a mass murder, was, quote, 100% real, unquote. And... I don't watch him too regularly because he is my competitor. But I do appreciate him. And didn't he, wasn't he like been, he hasn't really been saying it was a hoax in like years. Or has he? Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. But I have, n- I have not heard him saying ongoing, oh, this is a hoax. I have not heard of that. I don't even think it's like a big deal for him. He mentioned he was addressing it at the time. And he hasn't really dealt with it much since then, I don't think. Uh, He hasn't dealt with it much since then. Uh, But they call it, you know, I mentioned in Hake News at the end of our, what, was that two or one? That Commie Nonsense Network called it peddling an ongoing, a relentless peddling of conspiracy theories. Alex Jones of InfoWars.com has been sued by several, which could mean two or three, (laughs) Sandy Hook, quote-unquote, families for his relentless peddling of conspiracy theories related to the tragedy. I don't know if that's true. Unless he's talking about, uh, you know, it's a, it is a witch hunt against him. Is that a conspiracy theory? I don't think that's a conspiracy theory. That is a, an observation of the corrupt culture that goes after the people who love America. He's basically attacked for telling uh, true things, sometimes getting it wrong, and being popular. Perhaps sometimes getting it wrong. I don't know. I don't even know. I don't pay that much attention. But anyway, let me play this clip nine for you guys. This is from Fox 7 Austin YouTube. Uh, Several days, five days ago plus. Not several. Several means six or seven or eight or nine. That's what several means to me. But these newfangled so-called journalists. 
This is a little report on an InfoWars employee based Owen Schroyer answers questions. And there's other stuff going on here in this little Fox 7 Austin report on uh, Alex Jones being sued by Sandy Hook families after the uh, 2012 mass murder by that misfit son of divorce living with a single mother. He killed the single mother, you know, Adam Lanza. Liberal town. What do you expect in a liberal town but uh, miss poorly raised young people flipping out? What do you expect? And killing innocent people. Like ducks in a barrel in a gun-free zone. Okay, so here's the report. And uh, Owen Schroer, who has interviewed Jesse Lee Peterson a number of times, appears to hold his own in court. Because he's a... He's a guy who says it like he sees it. And here it is. Enjoy. A couple minutes. All rise. A judge ruled months ago that Alex Jones lied by saying the Sandy Hook shooting was a hoax. In day four of his defamation damages trial, Owen Schroyer, another host of InfoWars, took the stand. InfoWars' mission is an open platform to tell the truth and also be an open platform for others to tell the truth or how they see things. Jones's nice. defense attorney, F.N. Dino Reynal, referred to an earlier exhibit, a video report with Megyn Kelly doing a 17-minute special report on Alex Jones and InfoWars, which Jones's defense believes painted him in a negative light. When you watched that uh, news segment when it aired, uh, did it appear edited to you? The editing was done so that what Alex Jones was saying in the final piece was not actually in linear fashion. But editing came up again in the cross-examination. Are you going to complain that that video, the Megan Kelly piece, was highly edited? It was highly edited, yes. Do you see at all the irony of you sitting in that chair after the court has found what you did was defamatory and complain that the Megan Kelly clip was too edited? No. Next, nice. the plaintiffs brought forward former employee Robert Jacobson, who testified via video deposition. Is, he uh, says he felt guilty even being an InfoWars employee for a time. Weak. I felt terrible Weak. what happened. I, even though I myself know I wasn't directly involved. Later, the attorney for the him. families brought forward their yes. expert witness, Fred Zip, who specializes in journalism and ethics. They asked <laughs> if what he watched on InfoWars abided by journalistic standards. Uh, Mr. Jones, primarily, but I think some other uh, personalities as well, repeatedly published misleading or outright false information. The defense challenged that definition of a journalist in cross-examination. In our, our nation, we have a a long tradition of people who sit in front of microphones and free associate and talk about what's going on. Isn't that true? I think so. Yeah, it goes back a while. There's nothing wrong uh, with that, is there? So long as the, uh, the ranting is not injuring people. Injuring people? So long as the ranting is not injuring people? <laughs> I'm mocking this guy as hard as I can. <laughs> Fred Zip. Injuring people. How about sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. I'm going to get to more of this so-called injury mess going on 
sorry, the clip came in kind of loud for me, but you guys say it's perfect, so good. Nice. Uh, no problem, though. <sighs> so, I'm gonna get to more of this emotional, oh, it's injuring people. Give me a break. He was in Kill Bill, <laughs> was he? Uh, Fred Zip, journalistic expert. Give me a break. Makes me want to spit, almost. But that's not the worst. So long as the ranting is not injuring people. What are you talking about? What a lame person, to, in my opinion. I think he was b- giving a politically correct answer because he didn't want to. He didn't want to give that point. Just, just, what do you say? Exceed? Uh, whatever. I don't know the word. Um, exceed that point? Whatever. Seed that point? There we go. <laughs> um, here is this clip ten. This is from MS... Is it clip 10? MSNBC. This dumb host with a foreign accent. Doesn't even look like a normal white. And he's not, he's not white. <laughs> uh, I'm just piling on the, like his physical attributes that he can't help. <clears throat> but anyway, MSLSD, right? MSDNC. This dumb host, and I'm calling him dumb. I don't even know if he's dumb. But he's bragging about this plaintiff lawyer. I'm, I'm, I'm spitting while I'm talking. Saliva flies when I sing. Uh, he's bragging about this plaintiff lawyer because they're suing AJ, Alex Jones. And so Alex Jones gets uh, questioned hard because I guess some text... I haven't followed this case at all. I don't care about it. Um, I wish these guys well. I'm pulling for them. You know, these men under attack, Alex Jones and... Infowars.com. By the way, that traitor ex-employee who felt guilty even as he worked at the uh, Infowars. What a backstabber, huh? One thing that JLP has said that kind of, that rings true to me is you don't turn your back or betray anyway. um, People who've helped you in life. He had a Great gig working for InfoWars, and now he's turning around and testifying against these people. I felt guilty. What are you even talking about? Just a dumb liberal, basically. You know, Jesse Lee has said, if you have anger, you're a liberal. If you don't have anger, you're a conservative. So a lot of people who think they're conservative or have uh, so-called conservative views, they're liberals at heart because they're angry within. Gotta watch yourself. Gotta watch yourself. Even these people who uh, get quote-unquote red-pilled. And then yet they, they still continue to turn on people. And still be angry. Look at that guy who got, who was angry. He told his children, traitors get shot. And now he's going to jail because he was angry. Even though it's not justice what's getting, what's getting meted down on Guy Reffitt. Pray for those January Sixers, right? It's not justice, but he was angry and he brought that trouble upon himself by not being the man in his family. And now his, what, 18-year-old son is talking on CNN. I showed that to you guys yesterday. Just turning on his father. What a shame. So anyway, uh, do watch yourself. Evil is inside of you, too. It's not just these evil liberals. Um... So here's this dumb MSLSD host. Hat tip, Mark Levin. Um, Two-minute clip about, and this guy's grilling Alex Jones. Here it is. 
If you are a trial lawyer cross-examining someone on the stand, it doesn't get much better than this. Do you know where I got this? No. Nice. Mr. Jones, did you know that 12 days ago, 12 days ago, your attorneys messed up and sent me an entire digital copy of your entire cell phone with every text message you've sent for the past two years this and when annoying. informed, did not take any steps to identify it as privileged or protected in any way. And as of two days ago, it fell free and clear into my possession. And that is how I know you lied to me when you said you didn't have text messages about Sandy Hook. Did you know that? I See, I told you the truth. This is your Perry Mason moment. I gave them my phone. And then, Mr. Jones, you need to answer the question. No, I, Did you I, know I, this happened? No, I don't know this happened. Mr. But I mean, Jones, I told you, I gave him the phone over. Just, just and you said, question. you said in your deposition, you searched your phone. You said you pulled down the text, did the search function for Sandy Hook. That's what you said, Mr. Jones, correct? And I had several, several different phones with this number, but I did, yeah. Well, of course, I mean, that's why you got it. No, Mr. Jones, that's not why I have it. My lawyer sent it to you, but I'm hiding it. Okay. Mr. Jones, <laughs> Mr. Jones please just answer questions. There's no question. Mr. Bankson also only asked questions. Sure. Mr. Jones, in discovery, you were asked, do you have Sandy Hook text messages on your phone? And you said no, correct? You said that under oath. I mean, if I was mistaken, I was mistaken, but you, you got the messages right there. You know what perjury is, right? I just want to make sure you know before we go any further. You know what it is. Yes, I do. You know what perjury is, right? That guy seems like an overgrown high school boy. I'm talking about the lawyer. Mr. Bankson or whatever that guy's name is. Mr. Jones and me. Never mind. I can't sing. You can't sing. Uh, shut up. Is that Counting Crows? Man, turn on the AC. It's it's getting hot in here. But uh, I don't know. It's it is a witch hunt. That's for sure. Because the mainstream media stirs up all this mess all the time. Do you guys want the long clip? Let me play the long clip. I think I'll play clip 12, I think it is. It's this uh, law, L LC clip at the Law and Crime. Judge reprimands Alex Jones. You must tell the truth. This is not your show. So this female judge who may be mildly attractive, I don't know. <laughs> uh is lecturing Alex Jones, but she is a Democrat. What does she care about the truth? Demo demon rats don't care about the truth. But anyway, here is, uh, here it is. Listen to this. Four minutes long, if you can bear with it. Bear with me through this. Clip 12, I think. Let's try it. From Law Mr. and Crime. Jones. Mr. Jones. You may not say to this jury that you complied with discovery. That is not true. You may not say it again. You may not tell this jury that you are bankrupt. That is also not true. 
you may have filed for bankruptcy. I don't know that, but I've heard that. What an obnoxious voice, huh? It doesn't make a person or a company bankrupt. You're already under oath to tell the truth. You've already violated that oath twice today in just those two examples. It seems absurd to instruct you again that you must tell the truth while you testify. Yet here I am. You must tell the truth while you testify. This is not your show. You need to slow down and not take what you see as opportunities to further the message you're wanting to further. And instead, only answer the specific and exact question you have been asked. No asides. The comments about discovery, the comments about the larynx or whatever it was, the comments about bankruptcy, none of those were responsive to questions. They were just you abusing my tolerance and making asides to the jury improperly and in these two cases, untruthfully. Untruthfully? Do you understand what I have said? Yes or no? Do you understand what I have said? (laughs) Yes, I believe what I said was true. So I yes, you nice. believe everything you say is true, but it isn't. Your beliefs do not make something true. That Nor is, do yours, that Democrat is judge. what we're doing here. Just because you claim to think something is true does not make it true. It does not protect you. It is not allowed. You are under oath. That means things must actually be true when you say them. Don't talk. Don't talk. You understand what I have said. I do understand. You understand the instructions I have given you for your testimony in court. Yes. Nice, Alex. I'm not going to bring the jury back today. My staff is listening. They can let the jury go home. We'll start back up tomorrow. Dang. When you come back to testify tomorrow, one more time, no asides. Do you understand what I mean when I say no asides? Smile, lady. You're prettier with a smile. Answer only the question asked of you. Do you understand what I mean when I say only answer the question asked of you? Yes. Does she dye her hair? You understand Is that dyed you will black? still be under oath when you return tomorrow morning to yes. complete your testimony. And you understand that that means you must only testify about things that are true. To the best of my knowledge. If you don't <laughs> nice. know something, you don't To the best of my knowledge. It. If you're asked about your opinion, you can give your opinion. But if you're asked to relate something that's truthful and a fact, it must be truthful and a fact. Not an assumption, not a guess, not an yes. opinion. Do you understand? Yes. All right. You can sit down. Shout out, Alex Jones. Shout out to this female judge. You know, this female judge... <laughs> I was chuckling because, uh... Let's see, let's see. Uh, pedo... I don't like to bring up this mess, but... Oh, man, come on. Oh, there was something that I saw. I have to bring it up right now. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Okay. Hang on, guys. Pardon me while I have this strange interlude. Ah, oh, man, I... Hold on. I thought I saw something. I thought I saw something. <laughs> I thought I saw that they said that Alex, you know, some lawyer, this one of these lawyers said that Alex Jones had linked this judge with uh, pedophilia or something like that and child sex trafficking or something. And he said that he didn't. And then they pulled up a clip of him, <laughs> of him doing that, allegedly. But anyway, pretty funny. Pretty funny. And you know, if she's a Democrat, I call them demon rats, and she's like pro-abortion, it's not far from that type of evil, you know? You know? Shaking my head. So that's a, just a little bit more, guys, before I get back, uh, get back, get to calls and stuff. <sighs> yeah, let me show you her first before I play one more clip. Uh... I showed you this woman a couple of days ago, this, what's her name? Judge Maya Guerra Gamble. And she's a, uh, she's the, the Alex Jones judge. Well, I showed you picture, a couple of pictures of her family and the fact that she's a Democrat judge running for election, has pictures she married like a white man. Look at that guy. I called him sloppy. That was kind of rude. But he kind of is. He looks like a nice guy. But why is he all campaigning for her to be some female judge? Well, I guess what's a, I guess that's a backwards world we're living in, where the and they have, she has like relatively young kids. Look at those kids. Look so nice. Uh, but she's not that nice. Standing in front of the Texas flag. Uh, the father might have a little bit of leftover, like, reddish hair. It's turning white, but uh, might have might be a little bit of a redhead. Blonde, like a strawberry blonde. <laughs> uh, it's terrible to call a man a strawberry blonde. Almost as bad as calling a man a ginger. Forget you guys. Um, so his, their kids are like half white. Well, I don't know. She's a white Hispanic, right? She's, I think she's a Hispanic. All like running for a judge office stuff. Her term ends this year. She's been in there since 2019. I don't think she was appointed. I think she was elected. Some judges are elected. And then once they're elected, they're appoint, appointed to, like, federal, federal court, you know? I don't know. I don't think she's even a federal judge. She's a Texas district judge. I don't know this stuff. But uh, a Democrat and a woman. A judge? I don't think so, lady. And get this. Look, there she is being a politician. Maya. Um, is that short for Mayan? Cinco de Maya. Uh, evil woman. I'll sh- prove to you that she's kind of evil. Maybe this is proof, I'm not sure. Elijah Wood. You ever heard of him? He's that girly-faced Frodo actor from, uh, 
perhaps not a Christian, I don't know. Blue-eyed, high-pitched voice, <laughs> kind of short. Elijah Wood, the actor from the uh, Tolkien movies. J.R.R. Tolkien may have been a Christian, but Elijah Wood, I don't think so. Elijah Wood tweeted out back in September of 2021, almost a year ago, Here's to Judge Maya Guerra Gamble. Guerra means war, right? Or am I wrong? Gamble is a sin. No. For temporarily blocking the abortion ban in Texas. And this conservative guy, Carmine Sabia, says that's not what happened. But, so I don't know. But he tweeted out a picture all celebrating some Hollywood actor, right? Washed up, by the way. I don't know if he's washed up, but <laughs> he's, no, he's no longer a fresh-faced, baby-faced, effeminate. He's still feminine, in my opinion. Well, look at this tweet. That's effeminate. Frodo Baggins, or whatever his name was. I didn't even watch Return of the King. I didn't even want to watch it. The last one. I've never read the books either, but he's all, he's all celebrating because, let me see if I have info on this. From the far left, the hill, in the extremist, off the deep end, enemy of America, Daily Beast. This judge, apparently, found that Texas's restrictive new abortion law from last year, right? This is before the uh, so-called Supreme Court rightly struck down Roe v. Wade. Shout out to the uh, Solicitor General or whatever that guy was, the man, speaking of Men's History Month, who argued the case before the Supreme Court for the uh, beautiful state of Mississippi. Judge found that Texas's restrictive new abortion law, I think that's the one that was uh, the heartbeat bill or cardiac activity one, creates imminent injury to Planned Parenthood's employees. Oh, gosh. How about abortion causes imminent injury to babies and their fathers who get bereaved by the murder in collusion with the... Not in collusion, because collusion is in secret. In open defiance of God and nature. A judge in Texas handed a minor victory to Planned Parenthood uh, last uh, September in the organization's fight against the state's ban on abortion, six, Judge Maya Guerra Gamble issued a temporary restraining order against Texas Right to Life, a pro-life organization, so-called anti-abortion. They're not for baby killing. Prohibited it from enforcing the new six-week ban, which empowers private citizens to sue those who carry out or, in, or assist in a baby killing procedure, abortion, f- for up to ten grand, $10,000. Remember that, Bill? So this judge prevented it because it would hurt Planned Don't hurt Planned Parenthood, said this evil woman who's now reprimanding Alex Jones. She's pretending to stand up for truth. The truth is abortion kills babies. Even though, uh, even though YouTube's fact check flag will say it doesn't kill babies. It just ends a pregnancy. Ends a pregnancy. Not carrying the pregnancy to its natural end in which would produce a baby. They don't believe in God. They believe in fear. 
and convenience. This is funny. This is, I mean, not funny. This is evil. Um, this is from the far-left Daily Beast from the September report. Texas Right to Life quickly emerged as a central organization in the public debate and legal battles over the state's new law. Doesn't make them great, I don't know, okay? But anyway, earlier Friday, web hosting company GoDaddy. You ever heard of GoDaddy? I think they banned other conservatives and whites as well. Barred the group's whistleblowing website from its services. Activists have had inundated the website, which solicits tips about abortions that would be illegal under the new law, with fake leads. I think BTS fans did that. I could be wrong. But you'll, I wouldn't put it past the, that, uh, those BTS fans. You guys ever heard of BTS? Some of you guys know more about them than I do. But they're this globo, homo, fans of Sleepy Joe Biden, enemies of Trump, enemies of America, uh... K-pop, Korean, not North Korea. I wish they were North Korea. I wish North Korea would go get BTS. (laughs) Because they make me so angry. Uh, But they inundate, I think they inundated like Trump, one of the pro-Trump websites with fake leads on uh, election shenanigans, perhaps. BTS fans. They should, they should get deported from the internet. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's, that's evil, huh? GoDaddy. Commie capitalism at work. Commie capitalists. I'm, I'm dead serious about this commie capitalism stuff. People think, oh, you're an idiot. Those things are opposites. No, they're not. One is a stepping stone to the other. And uh, evil works through both. Duh. Evil's the basis for one, and then it's the subversion of the other. Big Bump says, uh, Maya Guerra. Gamble. I wonder if Guerra was her her maiden name, and she kept it because she's a feminist. Gamble, maybe her husband's name. Specialized in law with CPS, Child Protective Services, in Tejas, Texas. The pedo link, you know, the child predator stuff that Alex Jones was making is that Texas Child Protective Services foster care facilities have been involved in sex trafficking. And wouldn't you not be surprised about that? Because non-parents don't care about their, about the children, the uh, regular real parents in the way that real parents care about their children. You know, it's, it's kind of natural. It's kind of common sense. And it's, just, and it's really evil. You know all these people who want to adopt kids and all this stuff? Well, I will tell you that it's common knowledge that step-parents are more frequently not doing right by the children of the real parents. FYI. Yeah, real parents do wrong too. Of course. We all know that. That's one of the basic things that JLP brings with the forgive your parents thing. But non-parents, even worse. It's a fact. It's known. And so I guess that's what uh, Alex Jones was uh, linking her to. Inter- interesting. Thank you, Big Bump. Man, okay. So 
Let me just plow through this last part. This is clip uh, 13A and then B from Commie Nonsense Network, CNN. CNN hosts talk about this Sandy Hook shooting thing, you know, and this this uh, whole uh, mess attack on Alex Jones. It's very cherry-picked. He's basically, because he's pro-America, whereas the mainstream media and the phony politicians and the useful idiots who are suing him are anti-America, okay? He's pro-Second uh, Amendment because he knows that these things are exploited to attack your rights. He's pro-free speech, tr- pro-true speech, anyway. And he may sometimes say stuff that he doesn't know necessarily for sure. I guess, I don't know. And he's popular. He's effective. That's why they go after him so hard. They do that to Trump. They do that to uh, uh, Nick J. Fuentes. They do that to anybody who they see as a threat, and they're just, they're evil people. Mean, nasty, malicious, vindictive people. They being these people who are, you are about to listen to. CNN hosts talk about the Sandy Hook thing, and then the Parkland, Florida thing. You know the 2018 Valentine's Day mass murder by that guy, uh, N- Nicholas Cruz. N-I-K, I think. Nicholas Cruz who was, uh, pretended to be possessed by demons. And he is, but he's, like, pretended to be out of his mind. So here is this, uh, first about a two-minute clip. They talk about Sandy Hook and playing gotcha and being all emotional. Uh, Getting, encouraging you to be all in your emotions about this thing and in your imagination. As a parent, they talk about. As a parent. And I'm sure that it, uh, can affect you because the uh, emotionally it can affect you. That's the trick, but that's not real. You shouldn't. You should be objective and not be emotional and in your imagination about how you imagine you would feel. So here it is. Uh, here they are, the commie nonsense people, attacking a real American hero. Testimony continues in two key trials where families of school shooting victims are taking the stand. In Florida, loved ones of the victims killed in the 2018 shooting at Parkland High School, describing their sorrow to jurors who will decide the gunman's fate. And in Texas, parents of children murdered in the 2012 Sandy Hook Elementary School shooting, testifying that right-wing conspiracy theorist Alex Jones has tortured them for years. There's records of Jesse's birth, of, of me. I mean, I have, I have a history, and there's nothing that you could have found. This is a mom. Because it doesn't exist. That Sandy I'm Hook mom. State. I, it's just not state. true. I know you know that. That's the problem. I know you oh. know that. And you keep saying it. You keep saying it. Mm. Why? Mm. Why? For money? When it's stated that Jesse's was fake. This is her ex-husband. That, that is an indication that he didn't exist and he didn't live. He did live. I was blessed with six and a half years. Ten years later, he's still crying. Joining us now is CNN anchor and national correspondent Erica Hill. Erica, it's still, you know, when you hear a father say, I was blessed to have him for six and a half years, it, it just guts you every time. And what's oh, yeah. at stake in these trials isn't obviously 
There's no way to bring those children back. But the fact that the lies and the monetizing of lies and misinformation has compounded the family's pain. <laughs> lies and monetizing of lies. That's rich coming from them. Ridiculous. What a ridiculous male. It guts you every time. Please. Hopped up on soy, no doubt, says M.R. Jennings. <laughs> uh, so I don't know. I don't even know if this guy, he was a... Ch- was this kid a child of divorce? Or were, did they divorce after he died, after the kid got murdered? I wonder. I'm shaking my head about it. So uh, here's more on the Sandy Hook thing, and then they switch over to the Parkland thing, and they're still getting all into their emotional stuff. Give me a break. Listen to this. And when Scarlett Lewis had the opportunity after lunch to speak directly to him, one of the things she said to him is, you said, I'm I'm real. My child was real. I gave birth. There are records to all of this. And she said, you know, I want you to stop doing it to him. And she she directly said to him, you're going to do this again. And he shook his head no. And she said, but you just did it this morning. You just did it today. When she's talking about the pain of being having a a child shot in the forehead, Mm -hmm. and then the pain compounded by someone saying it's a hoax. It is, it's unbelievable to hear her have to say that. Yeah, You just can't get away from this stuff because the Parkland shooters trial is continuing Mm -hmm. today. And we heard tearful testimony from grieving parents. This is some of it. I still look over at the passenger seat. Florida mothers. And reach over. And pretend Four. I'm touching his cheek. Four years or later. I'm putting my hand on his shoulder. Our hearts will forever be broken. We will always live with excruciating pain. She was supposed to get married. Be quiet. And I was going to have. My father thought it dance. He's reading. The jury here is deciding if he gets the death penalty or if he gets life. Right, so this is the, this is the third week of the, of the penalty phase here. And the jury will decide, they have to be unanimous, though, in that decision, then they'll make the recommendation to the judge, up to the judge, whether or not he wants to follow up. The prosecution is asking for the death penalty. Defense wants life without parole. These moments, though, while, while the gunman, who, who pleaded guilty, right, did not show any visible emotion in court, a defense attorney and at least two jurors were seen wiping away tears as these parents talked about the lives that their children had led and the lives that they would not be able to lead. defense attorney. Yeah. Yeah. How can you not? How can you not? If you have children, the pain these families have gone through, the thought of losing a child that way shakes you to your heart and soul. Yeah. I mean, yes, we're all parents, and it, it, it utterly guts you as a parent. But you look at this and you listen to these moments. If you are not impacted by that, I have to say, personally, it just raises questions, the right? The pain of listening Shut to up. it. And then you think of the pain of living it. Every day. You know? Every day. Unimaginable. Erica, thank you very much. Unimaginable, but yet they try to get you to imagine it as a parent. This, get into your thoughts and imagination and feelings and emotions or whatever. Worse than hake music, says Lord Colin B. <laughs> Uh, boomers with their comfortable d- delusions, says, uh, Oli. I think these are Gen Xers, man. Boomers are older than that, I think. This woman saying, my heart will be forever be broken. 
I will always go through excruciating pain. Who tells them that? You're supposed to get over it and move on eventually. Four years later. That's a male con- commentator. He's not a man. That male commentator. Yeah. If you're a parent. The pain of being shot in the f- of her son being shot in the forehead. I understand that. Because you don't want to lose your son. That's messed up. But then compounded by someone saying it's a hoax. That's not a pain for somebody to say it's a hoax. People are always going to talk crap. Sorry, kids. I wonder if my feelings would be hurt if Alex Jones said uh, something about me. (laughs) Maybe, but you're not supposed to sue him for defamation over it. Or blame him for his followers acting out. Because look at all the followers of the mainstream media acting out on lies like, like the Black Lives Matter lies that these people profiting, what do they say? Something about profiting off of lies and monetization of, of uh, speculation on all that mess. Commie Nonsense Network and all the rest of these, MSLSD, MSDNC, um, the Globo Homo. Mainstream media and phony politicians lying and dist- people's businesses getting destroyed, cops losing their livelihoods, getting thrown in kangaroo courts. Oh my gosh. Ridiculous. I'm going to cover some Breonna Taylor cops. You know how they were like, they were not convicted? They were like exonerated? Or I don't even know if they even went to trial. But now the FBI's arrested them. It's crazy. I'm going to get to that and some other stuff. But anyway, let me, f- let me get to, finally, some calls here, guys. Let me get to Joe in Phoenix, Arizona, on the line. How are you doing, Joe? Good to hear from you. Happy Men's History Month. Good morning, James. Morning. All right. So, Alex Jones, um, interesting that he's now admitting that it was 100% real. What do you mean now? What do you mean now? Are you aware that, are you... Are you aware of some knowledge? Do you listen to his show that he was saying that it wasn't in recent history, in recent days or months or years? Just reading the transcripts, he says that those are his words, that I now understand that there was 100%. I know, but you're saying now as though that he wasn't before. Those were his words, James. No, no, no. I want to know, was he not before? He said he wasn't before. No, no, no. I want to know... How recently he was saying it was not 100% real? I don't know. He didn't say it. I'm just reading his own words. That was I know, but you're, pr- you're portraying it just like the mainstream media does, as though he was peddling ongoing, endless conspiracy theories that, it was, that this was fake. And I don't even think that he thought that it was fake, even like within days of this thing happening. Well, those aren't, those aren't his comments. Again, I'm just reading what he said in court. He says that I know. Right, but it's a cherry picked. It's a cherry picked quote to cast him in a in a way that's dishonest. What you're missing, James, is that this, this is an interesting legal strategy that he's saying. Listen, you know, at the time he had his doubt. Right. So he was saying that, um, you know, and that's what's going to play. It's going to be interesting because watch, Trump is going to the exact same. If he, if he ever does, which is looking less and less likely, what? he's going to say that you cut out Trump there. does get indicted, which is looking less and less likely now, that he'll say the same thing, that at the time he believed the election was stolen from him. 
and that will be a very effective defense because how how are you going to say that you know he didn't think what what he thought? So it's going to be interesting from a legal perspective here. Interesting, you know. Uh, but w- what does that matter to how how Alex Jones is doing? That you think Trump is going to try to pattern after Alex Jones? And it's it's never been likely that Trump would be indicted. I don't think uh, legal scholars disagree on that for sure. There's a there's a big debate among them, right? There is, yeah. Yeah, um, and he may he may. I'm not saying that he won't. But, uh, yeah, isn't it rich? Isn't it rich? The biggest, isn't it rich that the biggest liars in the world, the mainstream media, accuse Trump and the, and the Democrat Party, call Trump, call Trump's, uh, claims about the election the big lie. They call it the big lie. <laughs> isn't it rich? We disagree on that, guys. Mainstream media does lie, and we can, we can agree on that. So who, so who are they to call some guy a, a liar? Who they hate him when he tells the truth. They get all, um, what's the word? Offended. It's not the, the word is not offended, but they they think it's all so controversial and outrageous that when that he would dare to tell the truth sometimes. Well, we think differently about Trump. Well, I mean, I it's it's clear even, that even if he does get indicted, he's no way in heck going to jail. No way at all. So. Right. Um, it's clear that, you know, take when he first announced that he was running for president. He said, you know, Mexico is not sending their best. They're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists, and some, I assume, are good people. And that was 100% true. But they pretended like he said, all Mexicans are rapists, which is a lie. That's their lie. And they accused him of lying when he told the truth. What you're saying is technically accurate, yeah. Yeah. And what Trump said was uh, was not just technically yeah. accurate, it was absolutely accurate. Wow. James, you should be paying very close attention to what's uh, happening to Alex Jones right now, because this could be sure. absolutely 100%. And Jesse, too, with the lies and denigrations you tell about black people there. Well, that's... That's a smear, and it's a lie from, and you're a very dishonest person, and I know that you think like a lawyer slash liar, so shame on you. Shame on you, honestly. You, you honestly don't really care at all about blacks. You just care about your ego. Both you and Jesse are just evil, lying, dirty people. So call me whatever you want to. That's actually a compliment coming from you. Okay. But watch this very close because it's going to be your future and you're going to have your blood on, on your hand. Well, are you, are you God? Are you playing years. God now that you think that you know what the future is, Joe? I'm just playing the odds. The playing Buffalo the odds. Theater, the Buffalo Theater is a classic example of what you guys are inspired. That's not even, there's no truth to that, buddy. Jesse Lee, Jesse Lee, I'm going to let you go, Joe, because you're being so evil. <laughs> All right, yeah. What an evil person. But we all know that Jesse Lee promotes overcoming anger, not giving into it. Getting out of your thoughts, out of your imagination, not getting into it. Telling the whites, um, telling the teenagers, telling the sons and daughters, yes, you're right in what you're saying, but don't be angry about it. So, 
What a sick person. You know, I was reading a, um, I was reading a Bible passage yesterday, I think it was yesterday, of, from, from Proverbs. And I never, this never really sank in for me before. Uh, Proverbs 9, I want to say. And, let's see, should I read the King James Version or the Catholic Version? So, this is Proverbs 9, the Catholic Version, the New Jerusalem Bible. Wisdom has built herself a house. She has shown her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her beasts, drawn her wine. She has laid her table. They're personifying wisdom, right? I learned personification when I was in school. Whatever. She has dispatched her maidservants and proclaimed the, from the heights above the city, who is simple? Meaning stupid, right? I'm stupid. I'm simple. Let him come this way. To the fool, she says, come and eat my bread. Drink the wine which I have drawn. Leave foolishness behind and you will live. Isn't that nice? It's like wisdom setting up already prepared. You just have to go in and get wise. Get wise. Leave foolishness behind and you will live. Go forwards in the ways of perception. Reprove a mocker. This is, this is what Joe reminded me of. This is Proverbs 9-7. Reprove a mocker, which is what that guy is, and you will attract contempt. Yeah. Rebuke the wicked, and you will attract dishonor. Do not rebuke the mocker, or he will hate you. Rebuke the wise, and he will love you for it. Man, isn't that so true? I used to think, oh, you should try to tell the truth to everybody. You know, when I was first, like, getting serious about church and all that stuff. Tell the truth. But there's a time to just let the evil person wallow in his evil. And be evil. And just stay away from them. Don't be trying to correct them. Because <laughs> that's foolish. And they're going to hate you, try to take you down. Reprove a mocker and you will attract contempt. Rebuke, I mean, and there's a time for it, but, right? Rebuke the wicked and you will attract dishonor. Do not rebuke the mocker, he will hate you. Rebuke the wise and he will love you for it. Be open with the wise. He grows wiser still. Teach the upright. He will gain yet more. Isn't that true? A wise person gets wiser. The first principle of wisdom is the fear of Yahweh. That's God, right? What God's holy ones know, this is understanding. Isn't that true? Wow. You know, that's that same line, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. This says, the first principle of wisdom is the fear of Yahweh, of God. What God's holy ones know, this is understanding. You know, God-fearing men, like, perhaps Trump, perhaps like Joe Arpaio, men, Men's History Month, right? JLP. Uh, for by me, meaning wisdom, right? By wisdom, your days will be multiplied and your years of life increased. This is the, 
wisdom is personified as a woman, right? Interestingly. <laughs> are you wise? Are you, you are wise for your own good. A mocker, the burden is yours alone. A silly woman acts on impulse, is foolish, and knows nothing. Man, that's true. Oof. She sits at the door of her house on a throne high up on the city, calling to the passers-by who are walking straight past on their way. Who is simple? Turn aside. Come over here. To the fool, she says, stolen waters are sweet, and bread tastes better when eaten in secret. But the fool does not know that this is where the shades are and that her guests are already on the veils of Sheol, of hell. Crazy, huh? So that's uh, Proverbs per the uh, New Jerusalem Bible, catholic.org. And you search from in the Bible section, Proverbs 9. That's how you find it. You can't find the, that version on Bible Gateway that I know of, or Bible Hub that I know of. What does rebuke even mean? Asks Clovera. Rebuke, that means like, uh, don't you know what rebuke means? That means like somebody saying shame on you or saying something to correct you. Let me look it up for you. I mean, the dictionary is fake news, but let me get get it for you. Rebuke, express sharp disapproval or criticism of someone because of their behavior or actions. Nice. Anyway, I, that just reminded me of that. Thank you for your call, Joe and Phoenix. Appreciate it. Anyway, uh, more of your calls very soon, and I will cover uh, the, this, you know, Breonna Taylor case and some other things. But first, we are approaching the top of the hour, and that means music time. If you want to call this music, this is, I think the band name is actually, you, you guys may know them, some of you. Zao. I always called them Zao. Z-A-O. Zeta. Z-Z. For those Canadian people or whatever. Z-A-O. Uh, I call it Zao, but I heard it's Zao. And this is from the 1998, I think, album. Where blood and fire bring rest, or something like that. Whatever that means. And um, the name of this track, track two. And again, it's Men's History Month. I chose, like, the manliest music I can find. (laughs) Uh, And kids, you don't have to leave the room unless you're scared of growly, screamy, yelly music. Because it's Christian. It's Christian, guys. From Tooth and Nail's Solid State. Uh, Out. Record. Label. And the name of this track is To Think of You is To Treasure an Absent Memory. Whatever that means. But, okay, here it is, guys. Uh, and I'll be right back for hour two. Hang tight.
<laughs> so good. How pleasant. What's up, Lisa? So good. I saw them at Furnace Fest last year. Says Jose Antonio. Time to start a mosh pit. Mosh with the cops. Drums too high in the mix. Drums are never too high in the mix, buddy. <laughs> the drums are not powerful enough. Oh, there we go. Listening to this music reminds me of when, oh, I forgot to tell you, you saw the video clip in there, in the music folder. I had the lyrics, I was pointing at them to you. I forgot to tell them. <laughs> Next time, tomorrow. Because you can't understand the lyrics. My bad. Christian. Some of you guys call it devilish, but it's Christian music. I miss Shushu, says Seesaw. Sit <laughs> away. Cool music. Wait for it. There it is. <laughs> That's the album. 1998. High school days. So uh, rest in peace to their friend. That was dedicated to a friend of theirs or a friend that they knew. Something like that. Where blood and fire bring rest. Let me read some super chats before I get back to calls, guys. Brandon M. says, If Hake wore prescription glasses, he might realize these moderately attractive women are actually fives on a ten scale. Five! That's, a, that's all I need. Five. Perfect. <laughs> uh, don't be so choicey. Don't be so choosy. Sion, Sion, on Super Chat, on Streamlabs.com slash The Heek Report, gave a Super Chat and stated, Hank! Yes. Yes, you called? People call me Hank sometimes. Very nice. Well, thank you guys for bearing with me through that beautiful music. Hank, you should check your ears. <laughs> Or whatever you guys say. This music, says Brandon M., is about as Christian as the Unitarian Church. Aw. I hope you're wrong, man. Do you think the guys in Zayo... One of them is black, by the way. I don't know if he was at that album, but in the next album there was a black dude. Uh, in Zao. I call him Zao. Because I like the name Zao. It sounds like what they're screaming. Zao! Or something like that. 
but I think it's Zeo. And I think Zeo is like a Hebrew word or something. It's Christian, you know, it is. So, um, well, I appreciate it. Again, guys, let me get to Denny in Bulgaria. You can call in 888-775-3773. Denny in Bulgaria, how are you doing, man? Happy Men's History Month. All is well, Mr. Hake. Happy, uh, happy Men's History Month. I hope you're doing fine. I am. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Mr. Hake, I've been calling uh, for my History Month to share something uh, interesting, I hope. Okay. Uh, about a man who I've admired for a very long time. His name is Cardinal Armand Jean Dupercy du Richelieu. Uh, he was a French cardinal during the time of uh, Louis XIV, the Sun King. And uh, Hollywood's been making movies about this era, and for over four decades they've been slandering his name. Wow. And uh, people from Europe know that this is not true, but I assume some of your viewers may not. And I would like to share a little bit of, of his character so that you can see the European side of things. Sounds good. Uh, the, the Cardinal was a remarkable politician. Uh, as far as history tells, he was even offered to be a Pope. And the, the, uh, the refusal was remarkable when he said, I do not intend to rule the Catholic Christianity. I intend to make France a better place. He was just a Frenchman, a French politician, who really did everything he could to make France a better place. Wow. He was also a remarkable swordsman, a, a very good with a sword. Nice. And the rumor has it that under his cloth, he carried, uh, he was wearing a knight's armor. And when he was confronted and asked, if you're a man of God, why are you wearing a knight's armor under that? And she said, I am a man of God and I'm wearing cloth. You are not a man of God. This is why I'm wearing armor. <laughs> she, she had a lot of influence, a lot of money. She was very wealthy, very well known. Also, very loved by the people. Because, yes, she was deeply involved in politics. But she was also a decent man. She fought for France. And I'm, I'm, keep in mind, I'm not a Frenchman. Yeah. I'm not advertising anything. I just don't want to see a man like this ridiculed because Hollywood is uh, always pretending to uh, that uh, Louis was this uh, stupid ruler, which he absolutely wasn't. I probably will call again to talk about him. And they always portrayed Louis as this clueless boy and, and Cardinal Richelieu of this uh, power-hungry beast. Wow. None of this is true. Louis the Louis the no. Eighth? I'm not sure. I have to okay. check. I think it is. I'm just looking him up. Uh, uh, the Cardinal Richelieu. Richelieu. The yes. Duke of Richelieu. Yeah, Armand Richelieu, yes. Nice. So, but because I mostly called because I, I watched a TV series that were nice. Uh, I don't know if I can say the name of the movie that I watched online. Uh, but I, I, well, there's this TV series about Musketeers. Nice. Because I, I love the concept. Uh, and I, because it started so real, so genuine, and history true. Yeah. And I hoped that this series would do this man justice, and they didn't. So this is why I decided uh, to 
to, to take advantage of the man history month and tell about this great man who he was ruthless, he was savvy, <laughs> he was sharp, but he was not the monster he's depicted in the movies. Yeah, he was never really after power because, as he said, and this is a quote from him, left throughout the centuries. I don't need power because I am a man of God. Power is behind me anyway. That's it's, cool. Uh, it's, it's absolutely remarkable to, to to know about this man and to read real history about this man, not to rely on movies because uh, the Three Musketeers yeah. uh, were wrote by uh, uh, I, I forgot uh, the name escaped from Alexander Dumas. Dumas? Alexander Dumas, yes. I actually called you about his father, Thomas Alexander Dumas. Uh, and he was not really uh, very fond of the crown, so he twisted history a little bit. Okay. And this is how this man ended up in history as, uh, as a bad figure. But he, he really was. He was just a solid politician who was also a Christian. I'm reading in far-left Wikipedia that Cardinal Richie... Richelieu? I don't know how to pronounce French words. Armand Richelieu, yes. Yeah, that he was uh, frequently depicted in popular fiction principally as the lead villain, bad guy, in Alexandre Dumas's, I'm butchering the name, 1844 novel The Three Musketeers and its numerous film adaptations. Wow. Well, I appreciate that, man. Isn't it always the way that the world depicts the... The good man, if there is such a thing, as evil, and the evil man, if there, well, there is such a thing, as good, yeah. as the heroes. So backwards. This, uh, this happens often. Yeah. And uh, because I admire this man so much, again, keep in mind, I'm a Bulgarian, I'm not a Frenchman. Right. But uh, one man just can admire another when uh, she knows about the greatness. Yeah, exactly. She had a lot of palaces. She never actually used them. She just had them because back then it was by law, a cardinal should have this and that. Nice. But she never cared where she lived. Or she never cared who she's meeting with. Yeah. She was just a man of God who was serving his country. And no matter where you are, know who you are, you just have to respect this because even enemies have to respect one another. Right. And even his enemies respected him. That's he was cool. a decent man, and uh, I just wanted to tell you this. Well, I appreciate it. What a great Men's History Month contribution, Denny, in Bulgaria. I like that. Thank you for hearing me out, Mr. Heck. I would like to wish you a remarkable day, safe paths, and God be with you. Kind regards to your colleagues. Same to you, man. Take care. Goodbye, Mr. Heck. Bye. Don't you love how professional... Denny in Bulgaria is just pleasant to listen to. Uh, I dragged in a picture that says Champagne Portrait Richelieu. 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 Something like that. Of the Cardinal whom uh, Cardinal Richelieu, the Duke of Richelieu, Armand Jean du Plessis. Plessis? Whatever. Uh, portrait of him. Profile picture. Profile whatever. <laughs> By uh, Philippe? Philippe? 
de Champagne. 1642 painting. Nice, huh? That's who he was talking about. That's the man about whom he spoke. Thank you, Denny in Bulgaria. You know, he mentioned how, like, Denny in Bulgaria said, I'm not a Frenchman, I'm from Bulgaria. Reminds me of uh, the fact that you can honor any man and respect and appreciate and admire any man. Doesn't matter the race. All these dumb, silly black people talking about, oh, we need black heroes to look up to. Give me a break. You, no, you don't. Stop being so shallow. That's woman thinking. Woman thinking. So, like uh, earlier, first of the month, yesterday, uh, two days ago, I think, or three days ago now, I honored, uh, no, it was two days ago. Tuesday, I think, I wore a Men's History Month t-shirt. That guy, uh, what's his name? Booker T. Washington. Honorable man, seems like anyway. Better than some of these other blacks that get all propped up in the, as heroes and they're not. MLK. You're gonna, you may hear about MLK if you catch the fallen state tomorrow. Noonish Pacific time. The fallen state with Jesse Lee Peterson. The guy who uh, talks with Jesse as the guest. Talks about Uncle Tom 2, the movie Uncle Tom 2 documentary. Uh, this whole civil rights thing. Not a good thing. So, nice. Shout out to Jesse Lee Peterson in the fallen state. Uh, let me tell you about these, this, these cops. Breonna Taylor cops. You know, Breonna Taylor, the girlfriends with a drug dealer, ex-girlfriends with a drug dealer. A drug dealer who, by the way, is an experienced criminal, and he knows better than to shoot at cops. Whereas her new boyfriend, with whom she slept, allegedly, or was about to sleep, uh, when the cops stormed him in on a no-knock warrant that, that they actually knocked and announced, which perhaps was a mistake in this instant, in this instance. A lot of you guys disagree with no-knock raids, and you raise good points. But uh, these guys perhaps could have been better off had they not knocked. Because they got a no-knock warrant, but they changed it to knock and announce. And they knocked, announced... And this guy acted like he didn't know that they were cops. And maybe he didn't. Who knows? But he shot at them. Or maybe she shot at them. He said that she shot at them. The surviving boyfriend. And Breonna Taylor uh, was not asleep in her bed. Shot while sleeping in her bed. No. She was up and her body was found in the hallway. After the cops returned fire after being fired upon. One of them was shot in the leg by Breonna Taylor's boyfriend, who was sleeping with her, unmarried. A lot of people don't know better than that, right? It's so, the culture is so corrupt that that seems like shocking that you're not supposed to have sex out of wedlock. At one point, it was known by all, even the people who weren't necessarily serious Christians, that you're not supposed to have sex out of wedlock. But after abortion came in, Roe v. Wade, they're like, you can have sex, just have an abortion. If you get pregnant. 
So uh, sex out of wedlock, children, out, children born out of wedlock increased after Roe v. Wade was passed. I learned that from the great Ph.D. Dr. John R. Lott, Jr. of CrimeResearch.org. He wrote an article in Town Hall, I think, and I've referenced it uh, two or three times now, at least, about the effects of Roe v. Wade, which hurt even children who were born after Roe v. Wade. But these evil people, so evil, who are for the baby killing. I'll get to that. But anyway, four cops tied to Breonna Taylor's death have been arrested, according to this report from far-left Twitter. And, uh... Vice News is all over it. Far-left enemies of America, Vice News, founded originally by the uh, Proud Boys founder, <laughs> Gavin McInnes, right? What, didn't he, he either found it or co-founded it? The FBI, the corrupt, lying, far-left, dumb liberals, FBI. By and large, that's what a lot of them are. There's some decent ones, I'm sure. Arrested four current and former Louisville, Kentucky police officers. Sources told Vice News, Brett Hankison. Brett Hankison may have been the one who was either shot or he's the one who shot after in kind of a little bit indiscriminately into the uh, apartment, but he was not charged, I don't think. Joshua Janes, Kelly Hannah Goodlett, and I don't know if Kelly is a man's name or a woman's name in this case, and Kyle Meany are all arrested. Vice News reported Merrick Garland, the evil guy looks like this. His voice is more disgusting than Zao's voice, or Zao's voice. I'd rather listen to Hake's Christian Christian, what is that, hardcore, metalcore, whatever, uh, hardcore punk rock, whatever. It's not punk. I don't know. Then this guy's disgusting. Is it a smoker voice? Normally I like smoker voices a little bit. But this guy's smoker voice is disgusting. Talks like, he sounds, people say that he sounds like Gollum. Another Lord of the Rings reference, right? But no, he sounds worse. Gollum sounds cute. Kind of. Gollum being that little scary animal who's, not scary, but weird, sometimes scary. Little troll thingy, punk thing. But Merrick Garland is a gross person. He was, uh, Obama Obama tried to appoint him to the Supreme Court. Luckily, Rhino Mitch McConnell held that up. And so Trump could appoint the great Rhino Gorsuch, Neil Gorsuch, I guess. (laughs) He opened Thursday morning. I guess Thursday morning, I guess this morning, the far left... Enemies of America, Department of So-Called Justice, they're anything but justice, press conference by confirming the far-left voices reporting about the FBI arresting for Louisiana Metropolitan Police Department officials, I guess, Metro, uh, this morning on various charges. And the article is from Vice So-Called News. And uh, what's the reason? Former detectives Brett Hankison and Joshua Janes, as well as Detective Kelly Hannah Goodlett and Sergeant Kyle Meany. 
Kelly Hanna. That sounds like a woman. I wasn't paying attention to all that stuff. Um, they include two counts of deprivation of so-called civil rights against Brett Hankison for firing 10 shots through a window and glass door along the side of uh, Breonna Taylor's apartment. And excuse me, they fired first. Either she or her boyfriend, who may himself have been in a criminal. And she, too, may have been a criminal. I don't know. Three other officers charged with conspiracy for violating Breonna Taylor's Fourth Amendment rights due to their roles in drafting and submitting a supposedly false affidavit used to secure a search warrant for Taylor's residence in a drug-related investigation. (sighs) Seems cherry-picked to me. The mainstream media is all about uh, pretending blacks are poor, innocent victims. This woman was not a poor, innocent victim. Breonna Taylor should be alive today. Miles Cosgrove was fired nine months after this raid. The worse the blacks get, the more perfect the cops are expected to be. It's ridiculous. I mentioned this many times over the years. There was a guy who got shot in the back, Walter Scott, black guy, in his, like, 50s. He owed a whole lot of this anti-man stuff, um, child support to some baby mamas or something like that. I guess he didn't want to go back to jail, and sometimes blacks get so out of their mind panicky about the thought of going back to jail that they'll run, they'll attack cops, they'll fight with cops, they'll get themselves killed rather than go back to jail. What a mess, huh? It is, it is an injustice, this whole, uh, you know, the child support mess. So the whole so-called law system is corrupt. Uh, this, uh, Hankison was, Brett Hankison was fired in the summer of 2020. That was during the Black Lives Matter riots and terror attacks and, uh, false accusations and, uh, insurrection around the country. For what the politically motivated decision to fire him, for what the so-called department described as an extreme indifference to the value of human life charged by the Kentucky so-called Attorney General's Attorney's General Office on three counts of wanton endangerment for bullets that went into the apartment of one of Taylor's neighbors. He was acquitted. Uh, Brianna Taylor's sister tells Vice News, this is from 2020, June of 2020, what it's like to hear people chant her name, say her name, Breonna Taylor. This was during the Black Lives Matter insurrection across the country. I hope her name makes police enforcement want to tighten up and correct themselves before they make another mistake. I don't even know that they made a mistake with her. I guess it didn't go that well, because one of them got shot. 
but people do say, you know, the liberals have been get wanting to get rid of no-knock raids, and some of you guys are not for these no-knock raids. And sometimes cops get themselves shot at or shot, and the uh, people who shoot them get off because they think, oh, you know, it's a home invader type of situation. It's not, it's not cops. But, you know, the blacks are the most out of control in terms of the crime that they're committing and that they're involved in, including selling drugs and all that stuff. And so naturally, they're going to be the ones who are uh, victimized, falsely convicted, falsely charged, have stuff go awry with them the most, too. And the cops are getting more corrupt because they're putting, they're putting women and blacks and gays and all kinds of mess. And then the, the society is so messed up, too. The parents aren't raising kids to be solid men and adults. So it's a, uh, it's a whole bunch of evil versus evil. What a shame. Speaking of evil, guys... Let me talk about this uh, pro-abortion Catholic president. Ridiculous. I saw this on the uh, far-left female run outlet, The Skim. President Biden. Yesterday, he signed his second executive order protecting abortion access. Communist buzzword. The first EO signed last month, executive order, directed the country's so-called health department to come up with ways to protect abortion access. The only question was, how exactly? Now Biden's taking a second step with a second executive order, pro-baby killing, telling the health department to come up with ways to help low-income women. Reminds me of Margaret Sanger type stuff. Traveling across state lines, help them afford abortions. This time the question is, again, how exactly? (laughs) The administration says this could happen through Medicaid. Medicaid, isn't that government-funded? Isn't that taxpayer-funded? Taxpayer funding for abortions? States could apply for waivers, I don't know what Medicaid is, to help cover the costs. It's just one problem. The Hyde Amendment prevents federal dollars going towards most abortions. The Hyde Amendment. I've heard of that. The Hyde, H-Y-D-E. The Biden administration also didn't say when they would see a timeline for any results. While some abortion activists applaud the steps to protect abortion access, others say this is all too little, too late. It's a sick world, huh? And there are companies, commie capitalist companies, who are are covering employees' abortion-related travel expenses. I've told you about that a little bit. I think, was it Art in Ohio who told me about, like, Citibank? Somebody told me. Starbucks, Lyft. Lyft, as in the the Uber wannabe. (laughs) I'm sure Uber themselves, you know. Who knows? Growing list of companies. Amazon, Apple, Citigroup, which is Citibank. Dick's Sporting Goods. Used to be Chicks. Um, Disney. JP Morgan. Lyft, L-Y-F-T. Microsoft, Nike, Netflix, Starbucks, Yelp. All enemies of America. 
companies like Patagonia, far left, enemies of America, Patagonia, and Live Nation are adding bail money. Sick, huh? For people like to travel to go get baby, do some baby killing stuff. Lodging, airfare, gas. Bail money for some of them. <laughs> so sick, huh? What a shame. What a shame. And this Sleepy Joe pretends to be a Catholic, by the way. Ridiculous. Um, I mentioned in Hake News, let me plow through some headlines for you guys. I mentioned in Hake News, the Patagonia one made uh, Hassan sad. <laughs> yeah. I'm not surprised, though. I think they've always been kind of hippie liberals. What a shame. Such a shame. Uh, just expect it. Expect it. There's always going to be some people who are working in these companies who are a light in a dark place. Expect the world to be evil. Uh, let me talk a little bit about this uh, golf de- uh, mess. Golf? You guys heard of golf. Based Phil Mickelson. I said, no relation to Jack Nicholson. Totally different name. The far-left females at the skim say the PGA Tour is, like, uh, getting sued for being, uh, like a, like a uh, monopoly or antitrust lawsuit. Yesterday, Phil Mickelson, who is a professional golfer, been around forever, won a bunch of stuff. And I don't know what type of guy he is, but he participated in this event that Trump is involved in, too. Phil Mickelson and 10 other golfers sued the organization called the PGA Tour. PGA. What's that stand for? Professional uh, Golf something. Association. I don't know. Um, Accusing them of acting like a monopoly. The PGA Tour has been king of golfing tournaments for decades, like the NBA, the NFL... The um, NASCAR, NBA is basketball, NFL is American football. That's the only real football, by the way. (laughs) And NASCAR is for race cars. And they're all a bunch of dumb liberals, including NASCAR. I'm shaking my head. They they make me want to spit. Because NASCAR fans, some of them are decent people. Um... American beautiful rebel flag flying fans. Shout out to those people. Forget that mixed race, light skin, whatever that guy was who flew the Black Lives Matter stuff on his car and said he found a he found a noose in his uh, in his garage. Little noose, baby baby little noose thing. Give me a break. FBI went over there, <laughs> investigated. So pathetic. Anyway. PGA Tour golf, corrupt, liberal, globo homo. Am I right? I'm pretty sure. Earlier this year, Saudi Arabia launched their own very well-funded golf league, LIV Golf. Don't ask me what LIV is. Is it Roman numerals? Does that mean 54? I don't know my Roman numerals. Some pro golfers, including Phil Mickelson, loved the idea of getting tens tens of millions of dollars to play with LIV. Duh. But lawmakers, so-called lawmakers, which are phony politicians, 
so-called human rights activists, also known as communists, who are for abortion. Give me a break. And 9-11 victims' families. I played you one just yesterday. Remember that mildly attractive young lady? Who's like, how much money? Talking against Trump and Phil Mickelson and others. How much money to sell out your country? Just because this bunch of Saudis were involved in 9-11 terror attack, you know, uh, hijacking the plane. So what? I don't care. (laughs) Uh, They're not fans of this. They're accusing Saudi Arabia of using the series to sports wash, meaning whitewash, right? Their so-called human rights record. Give me a break. Meanwhile, the PGA Tour simply doesn't like the competition. And they told golfers, it's us or them, disqualifying LIV golfers. Anybody know what that is? Roman numerals for 54. Uh, for uh, competing in the PGA. 54, is it the, for the 54 Islamic states? <laughs> or something like that? I don't know. Uh, now this antitrust lawsuit by these Phil Mickelson and these other based golfers. <laughs> they might not be based, but whatever. I throw that word around. You know. Uh, comes days before the PGA playoffs. And there's a separate so-called Justice Department antitrust investigation. So, could be a bu- evil versus evil versus evil. But, just wanted to share that with you. Um, if a 65-year-old can play competitively, it ain't a sport. What do you know, man? What do you know? You know, there's this... I'm going to plow through these stories, guys. There was this sad story that somebody sent to me a few days ago. Uh, A rapper got killed. Another black rapper. Shot and killed. Hat tip to type something. I think he might be black. I'm not sure. On uh, Twitter. This is from TMZ reporting July 27th-ish. This rapper, Jade Youngan was shot and killed outside a Louisiana home. There's been so many, these young, dumb, shameful, shame, it's shameful, rappers getting killed lately. Is it all Louisiana? Is Louisiana that much of a mess? Jada Youngan. What type of guy was this? Anybody know? Uh... Born in 1998, died, born July 15th, 1998, in Bogalusa, Louisiana, died July 27th, 2022, at the tender age of 24, something like that. Real name, Javorius Tykes Scott. Was an American rapper and singer. Uh, Dead. Shot dead. He showed his stuff off too much, in my opinion. Look at that. There he is. One of his... He signed with Atlantic Records back in 2017. Just as a young man. Look at, look at that! He, here he is at a gas station. A gas station? What is up with all these people showing off at gas stations? I guess the lighting is good, because it's at night and he's only up at night. <laughs> With his messy hair, spider webby looking Medusa hair, whatever. 
Not Medusa. Maybe Medusa. With his young face, face. Stylish clothes. Uh, and he's holding stacks and fans of cash. Don't do that. And he has a beautiful, is that beautiful? I don't know. It's a cool looking car. Sports car thing. What is that? Is that a Camaro? Don't ask Hake. Hake doesn't know cars. Is that his fancy Prius? Fancy dancy Prius? Corvette, says Hassan. Thank you, man. <laughs> uh, blue. Maybe it's a Corvette. We don't know. <laughs> uh, janitor with a mop. Um, yeah, he looks like one of those horror show TV pretty ladies with their, with their wild hair. Scary hair. Spiders on his head. But anyway, don't be showing off your stuff. This is not him. This is a, we're showing a photo of a guy named Boozy Bad Boop. A boop. (laughs) And he collaborated with this guy who explains on Vlad TV why Birdman, Lil Wayne, Master P left Louisiana. And I don't know, maybe it's because of all the crime. Blacks are out of control in Louisiana. I don't know. It's probably a fair guess. But, uh, yeah, he was shout, shot outside of a home. And his car was quite easy to spot, you know. Be showing off your stuff. Look. TMZ on the scene. Look at that neighborhood. Southern neighborhood. With these, like, no curbs, no, no sidewalks, no curbs. Green grass, I like that. A little bit overgrown, a little bit weedy. The asphalt's a little like a, I don't know, it's okay. Beautiful tree cover. But I, is Louisiana humid? Man. So this guy got shot and then he was critically wounded and another person got shot too and he got killed. So rest in peace, young N-word, there's a heaven full of peace, or for a G, or whatever the line says. How many brothers fell victim to the streets? Yeah, clearly not a low-key car, exactly, see, Sal. Don't be attracting attention. Hot tip, buy a garage before you buy a sports car, says Oli. (laughs) At least cars keep their value, right? Don't they keep... (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Cars do not keep their value, I don't think. I think they uh, drop in value. You're supposed to buy houses first. Buy a house. (sighs) Such a shame. These confused young people. Misguided. And he had like this young face. You could tell he still had like this boyish face. All these tattoos. Who knows what type of man he was. Anyway. um, Speaking of confused young people. Demi Lovato. I've been meaning to get to her. She's a singer too. Unlike, very similar to this young man. Who's a better singer? Jay DeYoungan, 
or Demi Lovato. She's a singer, right? Or was she an actress? I don't know. Far left Twitter, pro-Obama BuzzFeed report, Demi Lovato, Lobato, explains why she adopted she-her pronouns again. You know these females? They, uh... They, uh, they think that they're pansexual. Miley Cyrus calls herself pansexual. Another singer woman. No one cares, Hake. Well, come on. Don't you care about these ladies? Uh, she called herself they, them in May of last year. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought it was May of this year. Because I covered it at some point. So it's May of last year. She went a whole year and two months. Good for her. As a they, them. She called herself non-binary. That means she doesn't think, she doesn't feel like a woman, nor does she feel like a man. But lately, she's been feeling more, she spoke on a podcast and said, this is a singer woman again, just so you guys know. I think she was talented too, I heard. Maybe still is. Look, that's a nice smile. Of course, that's, that's obviously a female woman. Mildly attractive. Maybe even more than mildly. I don't know. I don't do that 10 scale stuff. That's not my style, you guys. Um, I didn't feel like a man. When I was faced with a choice of walking into a bathroom and it said women and men, this is the type of dumb stuff that these females think about, I guess, or this one anyway. Or at least according to her, she's saying that she thinks about. I didn't feel like there was a bathroom for me because it, I didn't feel necessarily like a woman. Meanwhile, she dresses all, all provocative like a female. Not the, not the decent kind of female. I didn't feel like a man, she continued while talking about why she initially adopted the they-them pronouns. I just felt like a human. When you say they-them, you don't sound like a human. You sound like multiple people. And she has multiple demons inside of her, huh? Legion, for we are many. That's why we call ourselves they-them. <laughs> uh, do they-them people call, call, call herself us? <laughs> Uh, what a mess. Because no man's going to call himself a they-them. I just felt like a human, and that's what the they-them is about. For me, it's just about, like, feeling human at your core. Be quiet. Be quiet, woman. Demi went on to explain that the reason she uses she-her pronouns now is because, recently, I've been feeling more feminine. Also pointed out that when it comes to pronouns in general, it's still a learning process for many people. I think that what's important is, like, nobody's perfect. Everybody messes up pronouns at some point, and especially when people are learning. It's all just about respect. Well, take this, woman. Take this for respect. Woman. Uh. I respect... Men and women too much to go along with this delusion. That's why I call the once great. Uh, what's his name? Bruce Jenner. 
I can't call him Kate. Call me Kate. No, you're Bruce. And you're not a woman. I'm a woman. No, you're not. Uh, I respect them too much to go along with that. And by the way, women don't need this respect. All this respect is too much for them. They need love. So be quiet, woman. Look, she's obviously like a... What is that? A, wait, is that Demi Lovato? Or is that one of the Kardashians? They all look the same, don't they? Oh, Demi Lovato, you can tell by the chin. She has like a notch in her twi- on her chin. Some of you guys call it something else. I just noticed that. So, there you have it. And you know, the, this is a side note, but the so-called psychology establishment is for this stuff. Have you noticed that? <laughs> have you noticed that the psychology establishment is for this stuff? The, uh... I saw this egotistical woman calling out this, uh, calling out, named Ashley Ruba. Ashley Ruba. Dyed pink hair, red hair, feminist woman, who, I don't know anything about her, but I saw this tweet. It was, like, promoted to me. You know, I'm on far-left Twitter. I have a short leash. Um... Calling out the evil psychological organization called APA, um, Academy of, I don't know, American Psychological Association. APA on Twitter. At APA. Official voice of American Psychological Association. Promoting advancement, communication, and application of psych science. Psychological science. Psychology, that's not even a science. To benefit society and improve lives. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. They don't believe in God. And so this Ashley Rubo woman is a developmental psychology PhD UX researcher, whatever that is. Uh, and so she's all about her... Uh, oh, she, by the way, she's a she slash they slash doctor. Out of Asheville, North Carolina, this Ashley Ruba woman. And she tweeted, I won, not one, but two APA awards, American Psychological Association awards. But in order to accept these awards at the conference, uh, I need to pay nearly $600 in registration fees. No one day pass, no fee waiver. No way to attend a 50-minute ceremony. Conferences are a scam. I'm not going. So she's grandstanding about this, huh? She's received the awards, but she won't get to accept them at the conference. Which is a bummer because she loves ceremonies, but because she's too poor to uh, pay the 60, 600 bucks. Or stingy or whatever. And good for her, I guess, for that. Two APA awards is twice as psycho, says Carver531. But these people are for this LGBTIQ mess. Back in the 70s, didn't the APA 
was it American Medical Association or a Psychological Association, claimed that uh, homosexuality, so-called homosexuality, is not a mental illness. First, they called it a mental illness, and I don't even think that's accurate. I think it is a, uh, a messed up mindset that you adopt when you, when you become perverted and then you get into your head about it. And they encourage that mess. They encourage these false identities. They encourage it. Back in the 70s, they said, and it was, uh, it was political. It was a political move to make it not a mental illness. So these fake people, American Psychological Association, and this Ashley Ruba woman, just a whole bunch of evil versus evil. Man. Do I want to cover this? Let me see if I can do this in four minutes or so, whatever amount of time I have left before I have to start wrapping up. This uh, Salvador Ramos guy, I saw for the first time his mother... I'm, you know, I'm 41 years old now. And I'm not used to seeing parents of grown adults looking like they're younger than me. But this Salvador Rolando Ramos, the, uh, do I have pictures? Yeah, Rolando Ramos, the Uvalde mass murderer. Um, look at that mother! Is it me, or does she seem like she's younger than me? And I, I guess that's like a nice smile, but this woman, I'm just annoyed by this photograph of her. <laughs> okay, so for the audio podcast listeners, it looks like she has like a bow or something in her hair with polka dot type pattern black thing with the printed on one side in black anyway. Uh, cloth thing with white uh, triangle dots on her hair, and she has glasses, wire, uh, horn-rimmed glasses? I don't know what you would call that. They, glasses aren't made out of horn anymore, are they? But plastic, maroon, plastic-rimmed glasses, and, like, orangish, reddish, pinkish lipstick, kind of light-skinned Hispanic young lady. And she looks like a young person, and I use the term lady perhaps loosely. And Adriana Reyes is her name. Claims her son, Salvador Ramos, and there's a picture of him. And it looks like a, what is that, a license picture, driver license picture? 18-year-old was not violent after he killed 21 people at a school in Texas. And uh, the source is Facebook, via Daily Mail, and ABC News. But doesn't she look annoying? (laughs) Maybe it's just me. And maybe it's partly what I know about her, but she looks obnoxious. Makes me so angry. But, uh, you know, the story came out, this young male got like $3,000 worth of guns and ammo, or 5000 or 8000 I don't know how much he got. And some guy whom I debated on Hippy Dippy claimed that he got it with his Biden check, but I don't think that that's 
would cover it. Unless they got major bucks from Sleepy Joe Biden for the China virus shutdowns, which never even needed to happen. But this guy, uh, his parents divorced, I think, or were they ever married? His father said that he wished his son had just killed him because he didn't have a good relationship with him, rather than all these people. And uh, the mother didn't take any responsibility for how she raised him or didn't or failed or whatever. And look at her! What? Seems like a self-absorbed person to me. She turned her son into a killer. Obviously, she is annoying, James. Yeah. Uh, there were some crazy things about this guy. Yeah, he was violent to his own face. He had cut up his own face, allegedly, according to one of his friends. It's like wild. They went into their house and there was like pool of blood because this guy shot his grandmother. He shot his grandmother in the face and thankfully she uh, survived that, I guess, and called the cops. So it was unlike the situation at Sandy Hook Elementary School. His, gr- his grandmother, Celia, Celia, what a beautiful name, Celia. Great song too. There's a song called Celia, I think. Gonzalez, Gonzalez, shot her in the face at this property where, Texas home, right? Like 50 miles from the border, roughly. She managed to call 911 despite her injuries, alerting them to her grandson. And, you know, he still went into the school and shot up the school and killed a bunch of kids and a couple of teachers. But it was... uh, I saw this from India, I think India Times, that he had cut up his face. I I may have to tell you more about it. I may have to tell you more, but at at a later, later date. But he had issues, man. He had issues. Um, guys... I cannot get to you, Rick, in Hampton, Virginia, wanted to talk about Biden catching the China virus back to back. His grandma was probably not nice. Yeah, fair enough. But it was over something petty, like pay your cell phone bill or something, right? Um, This has been the Hate Report. If you didn't catch the Bond Archive Sunday service premiere yesterday... You can catch it. It is on audio podcast, Church with J.C. Lee Peterson audio podcast. Uh, And tonight, this evening, 7 p.m. at Bond, Men's Forum. It's always a highlight. Much needed, guys. So join us. And then, of course, I will be back tomorrow for Friday is the plan. Thanks, guys. Have a nice one. Take care.